Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, hanging out here with the ladies of paranormal. I got the rocker chick and Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. 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 Yes. We're going to get her a kick-ass podcasting name. Not sure what it's going to be just yet, but we're going to come up with something. Yeah. I used to be JP, but now I'm J-Dub. 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 Oh, I like it. We got J-Dub. I like that. Yeah. J-Dub. Write that down. because I'm going to write on this paper right here. Uh-huh. J-Dub. Dub. So we got the rocker chick. We got J-Dub. Boom, ladies. Welcome to the United States of Paranormal and Team Boozers. So happy you guys are here. How's your week been so far? Wonderful. Yeah? Well, she's been on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Some of us have to work. and Yeah, it's been kind of <laughs> shitty, but hey, it's almost over. We're running close. I like to call this Friday Eve. Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we need. We need some drinks to... To loosen up a little bit? Yeah. You're you're not feeling real loose tonight? Not feeling just hanging out here at the Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex? She's starving Marvin. I know. If somebody would feed her. Well, you know, she does work until like, she didn't get home till like five o'clock. We started recording at six. Thank God she showered because she stinks. (laughs) (laughs) And I wore my ugly Christmas sweater today. So yeah, that was, that was like. Smelled a little funky from sitting for three years in the closet. So <laughs> true. <laughs> Plus, add the fiberglass smell. That makes, yeah. Yeah, you add that together. That's not real yeah. pleasant. For those that don't know, we are recording this pre-Christmas. <laughs> I <laughs> this hate episode that. comes out late January. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. Hope it was a happy New Year. Um. Well, let's just talk about it. You guys got big plans for New Year's? I know what your plans are. Yeah. J-Dub, what you got? I'll probably be in bed before the ball drops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. We'll, we'll be in bed like 20 minutes after the ball drops. <laughs> well, we still have to drive home. Well, it depends on how much I have to drink, so we'll see. I'm going to be at home, though, probably. We will go visit Scotty T's place for New Year's like we've had the past few years. A big group of us get together. And my problem is getting out of the house after New Year's because Scotty T is usually pretty liquored up at that point and he just wants to uh, talk. And Oh, come on. We all know that Jeremy doesn't know when to stop. Stop talking. what? Talking? <laughs> Might be different. I spent the whole year uh, podcasting and talking. I may just want to sit in the corner and just, you know, no. nurse a beer. Not going to happen. Nurse? <laughs> yeah, he nurses. He's a very bad drinker. <laughs> or at least a, maybe a very good drinker. Well, let's, 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 let's find out here real quick. Um, all year long... As we've gone on Adventures for Golden Image podcast and uh, Golden Curiosity, I have driven. It's true. That's why I married you. So <laughs> for New Year's, are you driving so that I can partake in the adult beverages known as a Jack and Coke? Oh. I know, right? Maybe we'll just walk. It's not that far. Fuck that. that is, it's, it's fucking New Year's <laughs> at 1 o'clock in the morning. How cold do you think it's going to be? Uber. <laughs> Fast cab. Uber. Uber in Etna Green. <laughs> I don't know that you can get one. Fast cab. It'd be, it'd be quicker to drive or to walk. <laughs> what would it cost me to Uber one mile? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, you, you have a golf cart? Not no, here. not here. No, not, not here. Well, go get your golf cart and just I, drive that. I had a really nice one lined up. It was it was beautiful. It was jacked up. It was red with the black stripes. It was gorgeous, and the guy sold it out underneath me. <gasps> Rude. I still haven't forgiven him yet. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, so we'll close. figure it out. Maybe I will. 
I mean, I can have a couple drinks and then drive home. We're going to be there for four hours. Or more. We'll see. Should be fun. Scotty T's place on New Year's is always a blast. So that is a room full of people I see once a year, <laughs> and I love it. They're they're all pretty great. So is that we'll at somebody's house? Yeah. Scotty T was uh, our co-host in the old Golden Image radio days. So if you listen to Golden Image podcast every other week, we play the vintage episodes. So you get a lot of Scotty T on there. And you find out that Scotty T loves his midget porn. <laughs> and uh, I don't know that he's watching as much these days now that he's actually married to his wonderful wife. Uh, I don't know that he watches that much porn anymore. I would I'd say probably not. There ain't nothing like walking into somebody's house as he closes the laptop and pulls his pants up. It's just a weird, it's a weird moment. (laughs) It's a weird moment. I'm just saying. That's why we learn to knock now when we go into his house. (laughs) And Logan, yes, you sat on that couch. Just saying. (laughs) God. (laughs) All right. On other subjects. Oh, you want to break away from the Scotty T. Midget porn? Yes, yes. Are you sure? Yes. Because that's a conversation we could hold all night and discuss. No. So no? you could. You could, but yeah. I'm telling I you right now, him. if you ever get a chance to go back and listen to Golden Image Podcast, Vintage with Marty Bixler, an amazing keyboard player from a band called Random Play, we just hound Scott all night long about his midget porn addiction. It was a very good episode. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, we, we were coming back from Kansas City. Me and Gunner were la- uh, listening to it, and I'd never seen Gunner just like just laugh that hard for that long. Mm-hmm. It was great. So check that episode out, and you know all the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of podcasts, which we'll talk about later. Don't forget, you got to do all that tonight. Oh God, no! That's right. No. Yes. No. Because tonight. You- it is the Rocker Chicks episode. Woo-woo. We are stoked to see her first story presentation. And she looks stoked to give it. I am. I am super stoked to give it. You should. <laughs> <laughs> are you, you ready? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm scared. I'm scared for you. All right. Well, I don't have that big intro thing like you did with yours, but um, we New York City, New York York City. City. (laughs) We are not going to New York City today. Okay. We are going to a small town in Kansas, Atchison, Kansas. What is it again? Atchison, Atchison, Kansas. (laughs) Guess what? It is 50 miles northeast of Kansas City. Woo! Kansas! I love Kansas City. <laughs> We've been there many a time. Oh. And this place was just 50 miles northeast. Hey, maybe next time. Ooh. Do because you think that we could talk Phil into going there? Probably not. I don't know. Probably could talk Karen into it. Really? I don't know, because Karen is into the par- paranormal, I think. Oh, well, the next time we're taking a few days out there, maybe we'll uh, drive 50 miles and go check it out. Yep, yep. We'll video it. Yeah. 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 Sweet. All right. So I am taking you to the Sally House. It was built in 1867 by the Finney family. I already told you where it was at. It's in Atchison, Kansas. Uh, the Finney family occupied the house from 1867 through 1939. In- have, have you ever noticed that a lot of these ghost stories are like uh, in the 1800s? They all start way back in the day. Yeah. Um, the, they, the Finney family built the house. So, but the paranormal activity didn't start till after the Finney family. Okay. So, um, there were four deaths. Um, in the house, all Finney family members during that time, Michael, Charles, Richard, and Agnes, all passed away, and their funerals were held inside the house. So they had all four wakes in the house. Exactly. Very so not best. only deaths, but the funerals. That was popular back then, though, Extremely, right? yeah. You see you hear a lot of that, uh, 
um, of having them right there in the homes. Right. Um, the Finney family, you know, with Atchison being a smaller town, um, they actually had family members that lived were their next door neighbors also. So um, they were a very, I want to say, important part of the town. An influential yes. part. In, in, yeah. Say it. <laughs> an Say influential it. Very nice. part nice. of the town. <laughs> so um, the legend of the Sally House, in the late 1800s, doc, Dr. Charles Finney had his practice in the house. So any of his doctor duties, he did right in the house in the downstairs. They lived, their living quarters were upstairs. So he had his operating table, um, all of his equipment was downstairs in what is now known as the living room. Okay, Um, so it was on like the first floor, it wasn't like in the basement. Right, first floor. First floor, so you know, you came in, you checked in, he took you back to... Did he have a receptionist? I don't know that that was ever stated, but I'm sure he did. She have a low-cut low cut dress? I'm sure she dressed very sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Good Lord. <laughs> so, yes. I just he, want the full story. Just so want to make there, sure I get the details right. There were operations held, you know, in this house. Um, any, I mean, babies birthed everything in this inside this house. Um, it is said that late one night in 1904, um, a frantic mother brought her daughter, six years old, to the house. The little girl was having very bad stomach pains all day, and it steadily got worse throughout the day, and the mother couldn't take it anymore. So she's like, you know, I'm going to go beat on the doctor's door and see if he can help us out. Uh, they got her in um, later on the operating table. The doctor did his examination, and he's like, she has an appendicitis. It could burst at any time. We know we need to get her opened up. He gave her anesthesia. It wasn't enough. He didn't wait long enough to cut her open, and the little girl passed away on his operating table, screaming from the pain. What does that look for? She Okay, so she died on the operating table. Correct. Did she bleed out? Did she just, did she have a heart attack? I mean, did it say exactly how, why she died? It just said that it was related to the pain. You know, you suffer so much pain. That yeah, she could have had maybe a heart attack or a stroke. If Imagine. All that pain, pain all yeah. day and then being cut open and the anesthesia not taking complete effect. Okay. All right. It, it did not state, you know, that she bled out. J-Dub's telling me to shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot, too. too. I really do. But, uh, but yes, it said that, you know, she died from the, the terrible pain that she was in from not being fully under the influence of her anesthesia. So this... Um, made the legend of the ghost that hates men because that was her last thing was a man standing over her hurting her to the point where she died his face is just killing me (laughs) the what the look on your face your face is killing why are we doing a man hating episode you know i it I could see this, you know, you're you're a little girl, your your mom is trying to help you all through the day and then you go you know, the mom says we're going to go get you fixed, we're going to and then and then a man kills you. That hurts her so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then You know, not all men are bad. Not all men are bad. They aren't. J Dub's husband sounds pretty cool. Yes, he does. Yes, For did. the most part. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the legend of how the house got its name, the Sally House. Sally was the little girl's name, six years old, that passed away. Like I said, causing her to hate all men and torment and, torment and spread her anger that she had. 
You got that? I think Are so. You following me? I think so. Is that is that like she just when you get into the house, all women now hate men because she just kind of projects that feeling on on them. We'll, we'll get to that. I knew we'll, we would. That's we, why I should we, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, shut would, it. We would. No, no, that's fine. No, She's that is fine. <laughs> but um, just so you know, this there is no. I call it a legend because there is no actual paperwork saying that this little girl died there, but saying that the Finney family was a very um, prominent part of this town and him being a doctor, you know, was it covered up? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, bad things happen because less than two years later, uh, Dr. Charles Finney became the mayor of Atchison. Yeah, he did. So you would think if, you know, a bad practice, you know, that wouldn't happen. So was it covered up? Maybe. Well, can I ask you a question? Sure. Is there more of a more, I don't want to say it, malpractice coming out of this out of this office than just the Sally incident? No. Probably. I mean, I'm sure, like I said very prominent family in this town so if there was it's a secret he took it to the grave in the backyard (laughs) (laughs) so prior to 1992 there was no paranormal activity that was reported in the sally house you say 1992 1992 wow okay okay um january of 1993 things changed the Pickman family, Tony and Deborah, and their newborn baby, moved into the house, renting it from Les Smith. Les Smith was a police officer that had bought the house and been renting it for years. Never heard any stories come from come out of it. <clears throat> uh, they would stay in the, ha- the Sally house for less than two years. Uh, it started out with just small, strange things that would happen. Uh, to Tony from hating on the man <laughs> hating on the man from the start of moving in he would have dreams of adorable little girl that he could see so well that he drew a picture of her and if you look up the Sally house you will see the picture of this sweet looking little girl with bows in her hair the one that he drew the one that he drew was he was he a good artist it was a very it was a very good picture I mean mm-hmm. yeah I mean, okay. he could see her facial features, everything in his dreams. Okay. Okay. So it, it started out with the dream of a little girl. Um, it began. <laughs> it started out with a dream of a little girl. Of a little girl. <laughs> Some of the experiences that they both had, not just Tony, but Tony and Deborah. Um, their TVs would turn off and back on all by themselves. Um, pictures on the wall would be turned upside down. I hate that shit. I hate when they do that. Um, Tony's brother, uh, they were downstairs, I want to say, watching probably football. Could have been Kansas City football, because they are from Kansas. Um, Go Chiefs. <laughs> Tony had went upstairs and in their baby's room... Um, they found the dolls and toys in a circle on the floor. So he picked them up, put them back up on the shelves, and went back downstairs. And not more than 10 minutes later, he went back upstairs for something, and they were back on the floor, in a circle on the floor. Nice. And I want to say that they did it again, and he brought his brother up, and, you know, so they both seen this. And, you know, kind of freaked him out a little bit. In a circle. In a circle. Hmm. Um, I did watch an episode of, uh, oh my gosh, Ghost Adventurers, where Zach and his team were in the Sally house. And they had, you know, they had put the uh, teddy bears and dolls on the floor. And the camera did catch one of the teddy bears swaying back and forth. Really? Oh, yes. wow. So... Things like that happen a lot. Um, 
small fires would erupt. Candles that had never been lit would start to burn. Um, they had a single rose that was in the window um, that burnt from the inside out. Like it was ashes on the inside, but the, the petals were not burned on the outside. Really? And huh. also a teddy bear um, burst into flames. Oh, wow. They also had a strange thing, and um, I didn't actually catch this while I was researching, but um, they say that in uh, Tony and Deborah wrote a book about their experiences, but they had what they called spirit cats that would actually... What? Did you say cats? Cats, that they would fill them, rub against their legs. Weird. And that... That kind of brings about the um, portal theory that people have with the house, that many things from the outside that have died are coming into the house. Cats. <clears throat> cats. I think that would probably freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a big cat person. <laughs> but even Deborah experienced um, the cats rubbing against her. Spirit mm, cats. Um, so... With as many ex- as experiences as they were having, um, Barbara Connor was a psychic friend of the family, so Tony and Deborah asked them to come to the house just to see if she could fill anything. Or, And she was the one to give the name to Sally, the picture that Tony had drew. So she looked at the picture and she knew right away that that was Sally. Yes. Okay. So she gave the name Sally to the little girl in the picture. And told them the story of what she saw happening, which was the story of the late night with the mother bringing the daughter in. So this was Barbara Connor, um, told them the story. And she also said that is why Tony was the main one being affected. And she said that the little girl did not like men because that's how, you know, she thought she died was because, you know, the man, Charles Finney killed her (laughs) the man the man the man the bad man (laughs) Man. there was also how old how old was sally again one more time six years old six years old six years old so so yes so she barbara connor is definitely you know the one that started the legend of sally and what year was that that she was there so they were it wasn't much. You're making me turn my pages. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been early 1993 when she was okay. there. Okay. Um, so they haven't, they hadn't been a lot of this stuff happened suddenly. And once they moved in and then the stuff. So, I mean, that ball rolled out pretty quick with them getting a hold of her. Correct. Correct. Because I, I think it was less than a couple months when they were living in the house that they got a hold of her to come and after that things started to get worse for Tony after bringing in the psychic oh <clears throat> he pissed w- off Sally yeah he would be scratched till he would bleed every day this would happen I mean he would just I mean close on everything and he would feel a burning sensation and would have a scratch <clears throat> he was physically pushed out of rooms and almost pushed off of the balcony of um, the upstairs. Damn. How strong was this little six-year-old girl? Well, there's, you know, if it's a portal, there could be other yeah, other things in the house, too. You know, there's cats. So It could have been a spirit type. <laughs> a spirit bear. <laughs> well, they don't have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the main thing was that Tony's attitude changed towards Deborah. He felt hatred and violence towards her. And he felt like he could hurt her at any moment. So, um, like I said, the couple stayed in the house for almost two years until they could no longer take it. They had the television television show sightings come in not too long after they had the psychic come in. Um, 
and sightings was there for almost a year filming everything that happened to Tony. Um, so they lived with them for they that were time? in they were in another house for almost a year. Um, and like I said, I, I I really wanted to see the episodes of sightings that they filmed, but I could not find it anywhere to see this. Um, Tony and Deborah did write a book. Is so that the the Sally House hauntings? Does it say t- Tony and? I don't know. I'm gonna look at the. I'm, Deborah I'm, Pickman. Uh, Deborah Pickman. Yes. Okay. So yep. yes, that would be the that would be. The I was book looking they wrote. for the picture that he drew. I that, that's what I was. That's what I'm looking up. I'm. I can't find it. It's it's a it's a very good picture. Mm-hmm. Um. So they ended up leaving the house after sightings um, had wrapped. And Tony saw his first apparition of the little girl, and he was done. He was like, I can't be in this house anymore. And like I said, his feelings of hatred towards his wife um, got to the point where he couldn't control it anymore. So he said, we're out. So the owner of the house, Les Smith... Knowing of the paranormal activity after, you know, giving them the okay to bring in the sightings um, group to film and all that. Um, And after Tony and Deborah moved out of the house, he was doing some renovating and he claimed to find a pentagram drawn on the basement floor. Was it underneath something? It... Looked like it was burned, like somebody had tried to cover it up. But yes, there was something like another floor had been put over oh, the so cement, and he figured it was one of his previous renters that could have been a satanic worshiper and opened a portal. Oh yeah, makes sense. So, um, that was one of the things. And like I said, Les Smith um, was a police officer. He uh, was in the house a couple times and saw some of the paranormal activity, you know. He And there was also a story of him and his um, friend driving by the house. And he was also there when a psychic was there and was told that he needed to leave because the spirit did not like his outfit. Um he was, was he in his uniform? Yes. So that's weird. Might have been a cover up when she died. She didn't like police either. Might have been. Oh. So um, later that night, they were driving by the house, and the lights on his vehicle went out. So they went down the road a little bit, and they decided to drive by again, and. The dome light came on. And so they did it one more time, and the lights went out again. But it was only, like, within a, within a mile of that. So, you know, he was definitely freaked out, and, you know, he's like, you know. So he's he just, I'm up, out. Huh? He's yeah, like, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Dude, pump the brakes, don't drive by there. So did he sell the house then? No. No, no, he no, still no. owns it today. He still owns the house, um, but he did take advantage of the. Yeah, he's got the paranormal activity. And, yeah. um, Les did open the house up to the guided tours and overnight stays. Um, Makes sense. If you if you do want to stay or at the Sally House, it's one hundred and fifty dollars per night per Jesus. person, and you, it's a two person minimum. <laughs> and if you want a one-hour self-guided tour, it's $20 per person. I think about an hour would be about all I can handle. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, for you. Yeah, for me. Well, yeah, you guys, you two would be fine in there. I'd be like, eh, come on in. We'll have some tea and crumpets and bullshit like that. Get that fucking asshole out of here. Yeah, I can see it now. So, <laughs> so what's funny about it is looking into, because that was one of the last things I looked up was, you know, how much is it to tour the uh tour the sally house and um it says self self-guided tours okay but i did find an interview of a tour guide that had worked there at one point 
Um, so I guess they don't have tour guides anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, Denise Pridemore was a tour guide at the Sally house and her, some of her experiences, um, she had chairs thrown, not really at her, but you know, they, they were thrown across the room. Um, probably when there were men in her group that she was guiding. (laughs) Yeah, um, I definitely she, feel the man shame going on here. She's seen people being scratched and been scratched. Uh, she'd been bruised, and she thinks there is more than just the little girl spirit in the house. Uh, she thinks there is some man in the house, and she thinks it could be possibly Charles Finney. But oh, she thinks that Finney there. stuck around. I think that Finney stuck around. Oh. I think I went way too fast on that, didn't I? Did I go way too fast on that? Any questions? Oh, I have questions. Maybe I can answer. I have questions. <laughs> J-Dub, what do you got? So I wonder... So I wonder if, you know, before all this paranormal started happening... Um, I wonder if it's because they had a baby or a young one and she was worried that that baby was in danger. It could be true. Yeah. Because of, of, yeah. Um, it sounds to me like, um, the runners of the house, um, were mainly women before, mm-hmm. before that. So, and it never did say anything about a father for Sally. It was her mother brought her there. Oh. So where was the father? You know, maybe that was her main first impression of a man was Charles Finney. Maybe. Maybe. It's Charles all Finney was Sally's dad. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and that was his opportunity. To get rid of it. To get rid of his ill. His love child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> think about that one for a minute. Think about it. Think about it. Because, you know, like I said, it is a legend, so the story could change. I'm totally rewriting this legend. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Grab your bonnets and your bootstraps. We're going back to the 1800s and rewriting this mother, mother. Uh, I mean, you know, anything's possible back in those days. I mean, it's such a crazy time. Yeah, there weren't a whole lot of people, and, you know, love happens. It does. <laughs> and it then does. he was a prominent person in that little town, and he wanted to be the mayor or something. Yeah. And yeah. He just, like you said, there was no record of her death, no death certificate or anything. So, yeah. I mean, it could have been... That's that's a good point. You like that one? I do. I think, Uh yeah, because, yeah, he just didn't want anybody to know, and that was his golden opportunity. Bam! You gotta stick that, get that in there, get that in there. (laughs) Was there any um, research on the renters who became in before? There, like I said, there was no nothing before. Um, the Pickmans moved in. The Pickmans move in. Right. And, we... and if there was a say, satanic worshiper that lived in yeah, there that's... in between that time, then they're definitely not going to... Yeah, they're not going to own up to it. Yeah, Yeah, they're not going to be like, fuck, I drew that. Sorry about that. (laughs) I tried to put this carpet over top of it, but, you know, it's all good. I just was curious because, I mean, if it happened when they moved in, was it the tenant before who was... Uh, was there we've talked about this in the Rolf house uh, when I did the Rolf house one that um, the family actually was using uh, the Ouija board and having seances and and stuff like that and the Rolf house actually became uh, a spiritual a spiritual house because they opened that portal and they never reclosed that Mm -hmm. portal right you know so basically it's just an open door for whatever wants to come in and come out I truly believe that, uh, you know, a six-year-old girl is not going to try to push a grown. I mean, paranormal is totally different than, you know, real life. But, 
I mean, she could be super strong or whatever, but you manipulate. But I would think that it would be a bigger, stronger demon that was trying to push him off the, the balcony that you talked about. So, Well, and I think that, you know, just researching it and stuff, I do think that, you know, there is some sort of Mel entity there that, you know, was pushing him to be more... Um, angry and you know where he was wanting to you know to harm harm yeah. his family yeah. yeah i wonder like it was charles right the doctor mm-hmm. i wonder if it was charles all along and sally was trying to warn them it could be it could be because you never know you yeah. never know we'll never know well okay let's uh so you, you, we talked about the cat. We talked about the cat, uh, the ghost cat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what if it wasn't a cat? Maybe what if it was Sally that was tugging on their, yeah. tugging on their legs or clothing yeah, and trying it, to get their attention to, to uh, let them know that they needed to leave and, and get Charles out. Charles could have been an angry man. There's no angry man. <laughs> 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 but yes, they're... Um, there were reports, you know, there have been a lot of um, people going in to investigate and a lot of, you know, amateurs going in, you know, doing the overnight stays and recording these things. And there have been different um, spirits that, you know, names thrown out there right. from all the different investigators. And so I think the portal part of it is more prominent than yes. than just yes. being Sally's yes. spirit or even Charles's spirit in the house. Yes. I, I, I think that I think that that's probably a, a very good assumption. You especially since what you said they found the pentagram in there which means that somebody was playing with fire and and probably did not close what they opened. So right. I can totally see that. I mean We've run across that in many different uh, stories that we told were, like I said, the Rolf House was one of those where they opened it. and So, yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. Well, it's like people that um, are like satanic worshipers, when they open something, they don't want to close it. Right. And then you get people like Joe Schmo that plays with a Ouija board because he thinks it's fun and then it's left open that way and they'd had no, they didn't mean right. to with yeah. an accident. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't like Ouija boards, but <laughs> I wonder if um, Amy Allen from the Dead Files. I want to say she was there, but I can't remember if she had been there. Um, I started to watch an episode that her picture was on, um, but I never seen her in that. I think she might have been in there during the sightings thing, and like okay. I said, I couldn't find that. Um, but yeah, there's so many people have been. She she's pretty legit, so I would I'd like to see what she had to say for that. Yeah. But I'll yes, it's see if it, see if Google brings up anything. What what brought me onto the Sally House was Jeremy. I can't remember his name. I watched. I'm sorry. What's his name? Uh, the bigger guy, the Heartland. Oh, Paranormal you're um, Heartland. Um, uh, 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 Smiley, um, Sully, Steve, <laughs> Crap. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Ter- uh, ter- terror in the Heartland, something I can't remember. I think we had talked, you and me had talked about him. Um, he actually goes in and helps, like, he'll he'll go into a house, he'll and he will help the people instead of just leaving I can't think of his name but oh, anyways drive me nuts now I'm sorry yeah, I'm like who is what was the what was the name of the show again uh, paranormal in the heartland or something like that is that right you're gonna make me type all that out I am so sorry good thing I know how to spell paranormal really well <laughs> but anyways he had he was in a house nearby investigating and went to the Sally house just to check it out and he said that he would he would he did not want to go back in the house. Hmm. 
he felt that much hatred in the house and uh Shipley Steve Ship Steve Sh- yeah Shippy yeah. Shippy Yeah I had to look it up I I was very <laughs> close come on I was not too far I was off like, wait, I don't know. Is is that, that the, picture? Is the picture Okay that is the one that I found on that here That is the picture of Sally that's the one that he drew. That's the one that he drew. That's the little girl he saw in his dream and the little girl he saw right before he decided to leave the house. Okay. When we actually, um, when this episode comes out, we'll make sure that that picture yeah, that is picture on the socials. On, yeah. Yes, please. Please on do. The and there's media. there's tons of pictures of Tony and um, Deborah. Deborah out there. Right on. And, but, cool. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was a very interesting... Um, story and if people want to go deeper into it they can get their book and there's tons of youtube videos and all sorts of things or you could just go to atchison and visit yourself visit, 20 bucks self-guided tour 20 bucks 20 can get you there or you could stay overnight or yeah or not or not <laughs> listen um I'd go. You know what? I would go with you guys for the one hour tour. I'd pay the twenty bucks to go for the one hour tour. I don't want to stay the night because you know I'm a guy, and we know what happens there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to find the sightings for you. It's, I could. There was no place to watch it. There's got to be a place. You would to think watch that it. they would want that plastered all over the internet for views and stuff. You would think so, but Rude. I could not. Could not find it. Bo Bridges is in it. What What am I looking at? <laughs> porn. That's probably probably looking at porn. You're probably actually looking at the like the the drama sightings or whatever. It's yeah. This looks like a one hour and thirty three minute movie. I don't think that's no, what I want. This is, this is actually a paranormal TV show, kind of like the one that they did for you. Oh, like a haunting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, we're going to, we'll dig into that. I'm going to find you that episode because that sounds like that episode would be extremely interesting. Yeah. Because I mean, they literally did, you know, follow them through the day and. Well, for a whole fucking year. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a lot and they actually, you know, had video of, you know, him being scratched and. Well, I think that falls into the, the Warren, um effect where it, what the Warren effect was that you needed to live in there 28 days yes so I mean you know they stay for the whole year whereas a lot of these investigators will stay for one or two nights and I you know you're not gonna get them to play tricks on you know I brought a treat do a trick for me that it doesn't work that way we've talked about that with Timmy um we talked about that with uh, Lily. You know, you have to be patient and you have to give time for those things to happen. Timmy is a, at Waverly is a huge one. They said a lot of people would be like upset because, you know, they've been there for five minutes and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You know, this is hours. You'd have to wait hours for Timmy to come out and play. Uh, I think Lucy was the same or Lily was the same way in uh, uh, Transalgania. Algania? Whatever it is. Allegheny. Allegheny, yeah. <laughs> it's so terrible at fucking... Words are hard, but... Yeah, I think that falls into that 28 days that the Warrens really were all about. You know, they needed to stay there and work through it. So, I mean, a year is a long fucking time, but... Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I need, to, I need to watch it, and maybe we will come back to the Sally House in later episodes of we get more information and um but yeah all right feel good about that i i think so i think you did a great job yeah <laughs> your very first one it was amazing did a great job thank you thank you very much i think that was way better than my last episode yeah it was yeah <laughs> And that was a burn. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, J-Dub, any more questions? Do you have anything you want to ask her about uh, her uh, 
road trip to Kansas? I don't think so. All right. I think I asked all of my questions. <laughs> you know what's going to happen is I'm gonna, about 11 o'clock tonight, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be like, fuck, I wish, you know, wake up, Bobby. Wake up. I got a question. <laughs> no, just we got to go up. back and record some more. Just look, just look it up. Here, just talking to my phone. Just talking to my phone. We're, we need to do this last little bit. I'm going to add it in. Um, very good. Yeah. Very nice. Good job. That was a, that was uh, very that was good. Yeah, that was. Cool. I I have to just say that it was it was very stressful with the the first episode I did with you with the willows weep. You know, we were back and forth, and you know, if you said something, I just added on to right. it or get got the information I got. But physically doing the research by yourself and trying to find, yeah, that, that, it was tough. It was tough. I got a little stressed. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. <laughs> I, like I said, I think that um, once you get into this, it gets a little bit easier. You kind of tend to try to find certain certain things you're looking for or whatever, but it's never, you know, perfectly easy. But it's a lot tougher to do that research and then put together a story for a podcast that you, know, you want to make interesting. So, um, you know, I fret it every time I record my story. Is like, will, will people enjoy this? Will I present the case well enough? Was it just fucking terrible when I finished? And you know, and then I go, "Oh, it was terrible." I shouldn't, you know. But it's a chance you take, and you do your best. You do the best you can. So you did a great job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, yeah, if you'd like to rate and review the Rocker Chick, please do. Please do. Let me know if I sucked or. That is the United States of Paranormal <laughs> at gmail dot com. <laughs> Yeah, so check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash the United States Paranormal, or you can find us at our very own website, the United States of Paranormal.com, where you can find all of our merch, nice, really kick ass t shirts and uh, stuff like that. Also, uh, you know, I think the pint glasses are still at the, the merch mu- uh, mausoleum. So uh, all that stuff will be in the, is in the podcast notes, so you can go check that out. Um, Please rate and review if you get some time. You know, we'd love to hear what you think. If you uh, just want to send us an email on what you thought of this episode or just United States of Paranormal in general, give us a shout out. If you have any ideas. Yeah, what do you want to hear next? Right. Yeah. We get after it. They're like, I want to hear J-Dub talk about. That's all you got to (laughs) put. Insert what you... (laughs) Um, also, you know, don't be afraid to go out and listen to all the other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of podcasts. We've got the Call Guys with Colton and Gunner. We've got Golden Image Podcast with me and Chico and the Skywalker. We've got, uh, um, Damn, that's why I go through the week here. Hold on. Uh, we've got uh, Thursday, we have Indiana Chiefs fans, uh, Golden Jay, Chico, and the Chief. And, of course, Fridays is all about true crime with the Murd Nerds. And hopefully, by the time this episode airs, the newest member of the Golden Mojo Entertainment family, A Court of Books and Booze, will be actually streaming. So keep your fingers crossed. Looking forward to that one coming out. That is with the Skywalker, Jess and Amanda. Um, basically, it's just a book club. That is as basic as I can tell you. They're going to go in depth into these books. So, um, I've done a I've done a couple uh, sneak peeks. It's so far so good. It's it's looking good. So we're ready to get that thing out and rolling. So very cool. So hopefully by the time this airs, that'll be actually out. So looking forward to that. And of course, you have any questions for me, always goldenmojoent at gmail.com. You can hit me up if you have any questions about any of the podcasts. Or, like I said, if you have questions for Tucson, the United States Paranormal at gmail.com. All Boom. right. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Chico does it so much better than I do. He's got it down. He does. Seems like, well, he, yeah. He does it three times a week. <laughs> you think That's I'm kidding? I, I hit I, I come home from work and he's usually FaceTiming his dad and he's standing or sitting 
at his desk with his microphone in front of his mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like two of the same people. I mean, <laughs> he does exactly the same thing that Jeremy does. He's always he is behind a three the time, He is a three-time podcasting favorite. He's on The Call Guys, he's on Golden Image Podcast, and he's on Indiana Chiefs Fans. Yep. You know, I heard he doesn't get a ed- word in edgewise on Chiefs oh. Fan. <laughs> Poor kid. I feel so bad for him. We get to talking. And it's all messed up. He just sits there and stares at us at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so much fun. Indiana Chiefs fans, uh, check them out. If you love the Chiefs, this is the place to go because we love the Chiefs. Good stuff. It's true. Rocker Chick's been on there a couple times. Oh, yeah. I I love football, but I can't talk about football. <laughs> oh, I can talk about football. <laughs> football. Football. Anyway, ladies, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to get to hear Jennifer's first story. Yeah. Look at her. She's smiling. She's ready. I'm she- obsessed with this story. She has got the inside information on this story. And now that I know what she's doing, I'm going to like really look into it and be like asking a lot of questions. All right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, it's it's different for me. I like to hear the stories and, and kind of go with it. I don't, um, in my egotistical world, I don't want to butt in on your story. So I won't. I'll try to fill in. It's like, oh, well, you didn't say this or you didn't say. So I'm, I'll, I just like to listen and then ask questions. Save all your questions for the end. Yes, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I'm in so much trouble. Team Boozers is going to kick my ass. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Thank you guys for listening. Please, like I said, rate and review and uh, send us emails with all your stuff. And I will see you, or we will see you on the other side. Make good choices. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Later. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter, at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. <laughs>